0: You want to hear my trip? Yeah, let's hear about it. You really want to hear the trip? Yeah. What part of it? Start from day one.
1: Welcome back to Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down Edition with Chad Belding and Alex Crosby. The most listened to, no bullshit podcast ever to kick off a new year.
0: Almost 14 million people.
1: It's the biggest party of the year. On part two of this special Breaking It Down two-part edition, Chad and Alex will explore their emotions and dig into their deepest, darkest fears.
2: Let's sidebar Why don't you want to get in Golf, I just don't enjoy even it, even if you guys like a way to ruin a good walk.
1: <laughs> Chad and Alex will face the reality of time and how they will cope with age.
2: Are you gonna eat frosted flakes every single day of the week, or do you dip into some fruity pebbles every once in a while? I don't cereal Will you get into it? You think when you get older, not a chance,
1: really? No, no way. Alex will be brave and confront heartbreak.
2: I don't know if you know or not, but my dog had to be put down while you were gone, and I've been really depressed. No way. Oh, I'm sorry, dude.
1: Chad will defy evolution and save fashion once and for all. You laughed at it when you saw me walk in wearing it. This is
0: an authentic 1980s Levi jean jacket. And then I
2: did all this cut and sew and patches on it. I feel like we had a better generation of people probably because
1: of that. Jack Daniels proudly supports This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down edition, and wishes you all health and happiness in 2024. Now, let's begin part two of this special Breaking It Down two-part edition with your hosts, Chad Belding and the grieving Alex Crosby.
0: Is there anything else you want to say about pecan I never really got to hang with him because you don't, I don't, you know, they've heard it here on the show before.
2: I'm not allowed at your house. Remember I brought him out here to play with your daughter like three years ago? Yeah. To think she was like, I thought about that the other day. Because what, she's 12 now? Yep. She'll be 13 next week. In two she weeks. seemed like such a little kid when I brought him out here. In... Was she nine then? Yeah. Now she's like an adult, dude. Oh God, a, you're in trouble. You don't
0: even know. She won't mess with me. She knows better. I'll whip her. I tell her that. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed. You to. talk about I got about whipped that. when I was a
2: kid. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's a different time. Did, way different. We got spanked. We got dude. Wooden whatever spoon, was yep. handy. My mom's favorite was the wooden spoon. I think all moms' favorite was a wooden spoon. No, my mom's was the Hot Wheels racetrack. You know oh, that, that's that, pieces. That's gonna break though. So is the wooden spoon when you get to a certain age, your butt <laughs> I think you get some you get some muscle in your butt that soon that spoon doesn't work anymore. The like, worst was when they said wait till your dad gets home. That was the whole you didn't you didn't want it from your dad. No. And I was like, oh please don't tell my dad. Even though like getting spanked by your mom hurt too. But Yeah, but nothing like the belt. The uh, belt from dad, oh god damn it. Like that <laughs> that's terrible memories. But I feel like we had a better generation of people probably because of that because i see kids now that aren't disciplined and they're may they, i don't have kids so i don't i don't get to weigh in on this topic but i would think that i'd be like my parents i don't know though i think it'd be hard to spank your kid are you a spanker no hell no i've never put never yeah so couldn't but she doesn't she's not a bad kid i was going to say maybe i was she, a hellraiser maybe she had no call for it but i'd like to know where i'd fall on that but i'll never know you don't you never know you might maybe it's time oh god no look how emotional you are about a dog you could have a kid now do you, do you know that that's the thought that's coming to my head a million times i hate to even say it to you being a parent but i was thinking about you know i i had a friend that passed away a couple months ago and prior to him his brother had passed away leaving their both of them left their parents behind i guess what i'm trying to say is their parents have lost both of their only children i can't wrap my mind around that given the the way I felt for the last month over a dog, and I mean, like you said, the, you're you're never going to get over your dad. I mean, I couldn't even imagine if you lost a kid. And I guess you couldn't li- you can't live life like that, thinking about you could lose it. But I mean, man, that would be a, that would be. I don't know, man. This whole thing's opened up my eyes to. There's a lot of pain out there in the world that that you can feel. You got to figure out how to manage it, balance it. Yep. life, dude. Life is not easy. It's way harder
0: than what and we've talked about, you know, high school and how good those times are. And then adulthood I mean, it's life is precious, right? You got to enjoy all of it. All of it. I mean, I just spent 45 days on the road and I miss Alyssa every night. But now I know that once I get my work done, I can concentrate on just me and her's relationship. And you, but you have to still be an individual. We right. were still put on this earth to do things too. True. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm not going to quit me and I'm going to be the best parent and best dad that I could possibly be and give her all of my attention and all of my love. And she's going to understand that I we get to live the life we live because of sacrifices like that. Sure. Because I easily could, you know, say, oh, I'll just take a year off and be not as aggressive with the branding and all that. But that that's not how you grow businesses. No. Once you're in it, you're in it. You can't just slack off. You have to be out there rocking it and doing it
2: all the time. And yeah, that, that, that's life and Yeah. I mean, different, different for you in a lot of ways. But yeah, I mean, my parents had to work when we were kids, dude, you know, I think it's great. There's, there's certain people in the world that their parents didn't have to work or one parent didn't have to work, but you and I, our parents worked. You're, you're the same way. You don't have money without working, right? I mean, you're going to go to work. You have to go to work. You have to. You got to keep your individuality and do it. And my, my busy
0: time gets over mid February. Because I don't chase the turkeys nearly as hard and or any of that. So, my busiest season of being gone. I'm always busy, but the busy road travel, ro- yeah. travel life is from September to February. Sure. October to February, really. If I don't do till or. I'm probably going to do two September hunts next year, though.
2: I can't believe you haven't come on any. Almost, you said I could come see thrill with you, and then you, you just forgot everybody well, out you west. Don't stay in touch. You said I, no to
0: Wisconsin. You said no to New York. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> the invite's always open all year round.
2: Well, yeah. You guys, have you been doing any hunting? Coyote hunting. It's been any good? It's been all right. It's been warm here. Still but, warm. I know. This is the first weather we've had in a long time. But we killed. A, we went. Uh, two weeks ago and i think we were right behind some other people calling i know we were but we called in one and uh i don't know spooked out for some reason and then we called one into like 10 feet and then the weekend before i killed three but it's been weird it's only good in the morning and i guess that's just because of the weather it gets so warm that they're not they don't you don't even see it after like noon you won't see another one at least what we've been seeing really yeah First stand, second stand, and then you know another one in the in the morning there sometime, and then it's like afternoon. Never see another one. Never hear them. Nothing. That's weird. But it's been sixty degrees, you know. Yeah. Which isn't super hot, but yeah, I don't it's know. Pretty warm. Pretty warm.
0: So they're just not as aggressive. They don't have to be, <laughs> right?
2: And night I think, hunt. You got to start hunt. doing that
0: thermals. Yeah, but it's, it's not as fun, as dude. It's not, no, it's, it's it.
2: You're you're shooting a, a white dot on your screen you know what i mean it's like a video game more than it is be out hunting that's how exactly how i feel about i like then they don't charge either you know what i mean they're at least the times we've done it because we've done it they walk over there because it's like they're not they're not compete you know what i mean i i don't know i don't know why but they don't they just don't maybe they don't they're not comfortable running in the pitch black either you know what i mean but they just kind of like saunter into your call and you shoot them yeah so I know the guy that built your pool kills the heck out of him at night, but I just don't have the same yeah, I feeling know. towards I it. I mean predator management's important, so you gotta keep him in check. But hope, like are you
0: skinning them or I don't know. I really don't know what he does with them.
2: Yeah. I think he skins them though and fur trades them. Probably. Some money in that, some years. Some years, yeah. I imagine this year's not great. They're barely even furred out right now. I mean they are, but they're not, you know they're not like a big old middle of winter coat right now
0: no well i'm sorry about pecan buddy
2: thank you i feel better talking about it a little bit well you
0: should this is therapy (laughs) it is
2: therapy therapy's good it's healthy dude it's funny i he was uh he was going it's funny we keep bringing it up he was going to a uh he had that Cushing disease, and it made a bunch of his hair fall out. And uh, so he had to go to this dermatologist to – he was like on – he had these like creams and stuff make his skin better. And uh, <clears throat> when he passed away, I had to call that office and say, hey, you know, he's not coming in. He had an appointment. And they were like, yeah, we heard. And uh, they said, hey, we have bereavement counseling. <laughs> Free of charge if you want to come in. I And I thought about it, which is insane to me. But it was like, I could see myself needing to go talk to someone about this. Now you just did it.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully, I'm not trying to be a therapist, but I, no, think, no, I, that, know. But I, I think that talking about things are good.
2: Right. Bottling it all up, which I've had some, obviously, I've been talking to Jillian, I haven't talked to my parents, I, you know. So I've been a little bit, but yeah, it's it's very, you know, I think you feel like you're going through it by yourself while it's happening, you know, which. I haven't been, but in some ways I have, you know. Well, that's good, too. That's healthy, too. Yeah.
0: You have to take it by yourself, some of it. Yeah. Just because a lot of the times you spent with him were by yourself. Right. So you got to. It's never easy. No.
2: Ever. <clears throat> I never felt it like this before, though. Holy shit. It's been just crazy. But it'll get easier, you know. Time will wear it down a bit. But it's shit, it's been a month. That's not that long. No at all it's really not so do you think i should get another dog
0: yeah i mean dogs are awesome i um i don't know the time frame or like if you're going to be able to replace pecan right away that's kind of like a rebound relationship in a way you know you got to be ready to give your love to a new dog and and understand that it's going to be different than your relationship and interaction and experiences with pecan so you just got to be ready i highly
2: recommend a lab You, you you waited quite a while after you lost chance right yeah, four years. I think what you just said scares me a little bit. Like, you think about getting another dog, and like, it's not going to be the same dog that I just had. Yeah, you might not treat him the same. You might not accept him or her for who they were. Or, or he could, who they are. You know, he could be a pain in the ass. At, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. y- you could be constantly comparing to the really good dog that you had. You know, like, some dogs are screwed up. Not screwed up. They're just different, right? They're. I had what I had with him, and that's not another dog. You know what I mean? So, not all experiences. I, I end up with a French bulldog that's all full energy and wants to run. You know, like Jilly's brother's got one that's a he friggin' goes hiking with it and, you know, running around with it and everything else, you know, and that's, you know, that's not what I had, you know. They, so they can be different for sure. 100%. Or I get one like my first one that is perfectly fine just being by herself or in another room or whatever. And yeah. I don't know. It's going to be weird, but I'm going to wait till after the holidays, you know, just kind of see what happens. And there was, I found one that, you know, and it was, and it's just kind of like, it sounds cliche or whatever, but it's like, I think my next dog will find me. I don't, I'm not going to rush out to get one just because I want to get one. You know what I mean? Right. right. So How, what do you mean? Find you? Like, I think it'll just happen. You know what I mean? Like it's funny. Cause Right after Pecan died, you haven't been here, but there's been some dudes got all these signs around Sparks that, you know, French Bulldog puppies. And uh, my mom called the guy right away. And I think it was a scam because the guy like sent her some picture of like these four puppies like all together. And he just wrote like on their backs, you know, like male, female you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, they're, they're 3,500 bucks. They're not ready till January 2nd. Um, but I, if you want one, I, I have taken a $500 deposit right now. It just seemed weird to me. Like most people that sell dogs, like they're, you know, you, you would start to sell them when they're ready. Would you give someone 500 bucks and then hope that they'd be there in a month? This was, you know, November, this was before Thanksgiving. So you know you're gonna let some dude hold your money for the next month and a half and then hope that he answers his phone in a month you know in a half with well, your is dog he a, is he a reputable breeder that's what i'm saying i don't know i yeah, just I mean, it felt weird to me and that's why i was it was just if a, it felt weird then you don't have a good If you don't have a good feeling but yeah, yeah reputable breeders are always going to take it. reputable one yeah like this is this was a guy with a handwritten sign stuck in the ground in sparks you know what i'm saying oh no and that's why I told my mom. I'm like, that seems like a scam because she was like, you should get one of these. You know, it'll make you feel better. And I was like, Did eh. your mom see the pregnant dog? The pregnant dog? or the dogs on the No, no, no. Already? They're already born. That's what. I, you it's, saw them already. A picture of them? Terrible picture of them. If you look, French bulldogs are expensive, right? They're yeah. like, if you were going to sell Axel's, you know, offspring, yeah, you get a good, you get badass a badass photo of them. Yeah, dude. L- these dogs are just laying there on a blanket. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't even see their faces or anything. <laughs> that's that's, what, that's a weird deal yeah all the other ones i've seen people pose the dogs they talk about what their parent you know if you're gonna sell a dog for thirty five hundred bucks you're gonna say here's his mom here's his dad you know they both are carriers of this this and this and that, you know they have all the information about them this was like some other weird deal and then you know like i said christy's friend had that one that i didn't ended up you know i and jilly was like we should go get him and i'm like man i just you know just not right like I think when I find them, I'll find them, you know? Yeah, don't crush it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have axle puppies. You want an axle puppy? I Dude, I, I've i heavily thought about a lab. I mean, I have. I have a small yard, though. Not small, but, you know, I don't know. Labs don't need a big yard. Depends on what kind of lab you have. Are you going to have them as a pet or a hunting dog? Can I have both?
0: Yeah. But they don't need to go out and have miles and miles to run. You're going to get them trained, obviously. You want yeah. to have a dog that's trained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ought to see Axel Hunt, dude. I have seen him on Freaking unreal. Oh, he's nuts.
2: And I would, li- I do like that part of life, dude. Like I said, I had a German short hair that pointed and retrieved and did all the things. And that's the, the best part of hunting, right? I bet you could not pull your trigger on a gun and you'd have just as much fun calling and working your dog as everybody else that shoots. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do
0: it all the time. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, that's what. Axel brings up. These dogs bring a whole new dimension to my hunt game. Yeah.
0: I almost feel like they're probably the the main spectacle of a hunt i mean the birds doing it in the flock and the majestic and the majesty of that the calling it's all awesome but it's just when you hop out of that pit with your whistle like yesterday we killed 80 birds in an hour or less than an hour right we just smoked them and when i climb out of that blind when i get up and i have Axel axle my whistle and i know that he's getting ready to go to work and there's one 400 yards away that went down a cripple it's unbelievable to be yeah. to see these dogs and then to be able to lay with him last night you know what I mean? I don't want to bring up that stuff with you right now, but it's just like a great partnership. And that just adds a whole new dimension to my hunt game of being a handler now. Right. You know, like before I was, you know, producing TV, field producing, you know, calling, flagging, setting up to hunt, all that. And then I, my trainers would meet me on the road all the time and they would handle the dogs. Now I just I want to handle them on every bird because it's unbelievable what they can do. Yeah. Seriously, like I had people down there with the Safari Club so many times this season like giving him standing ovations, saying you got to be kidding me. Oh my god. This retrieve that he had in Kansas was across two ponds, pond dry pond, back up, elevated climb into a cornfield, 300 yards to to my right, his left is a fence. And that goose lands 200 yards back from where when he got on top of the plateau and then a 100 yards over towards that fence and he freaking back i sent him on the blind swam across one pond gets up keeps going across that dirt swam across the second pond gets up on that plateau gets up there i whistle him back right right to the freaking bird really brings it all the way back swims across both ponds again in a goose too huh big goose wow big canada and everybody's like wow what a freaking dog you know and that's that's just awesome to to know that you get to experience
2: that it is i went snow goose hunting with a guy and uh we were in klamath falls and you know those they have those big irrigation ditches that run through they're like a it's not an irrigation ditch you know it's eight feet wide and five feet deep and it's moving with water and uh we sailed two snow geese over this thing and we couldn't get over it and his dog wouldn't go and he had another dog at home And it was winter time, you know, and he goes, we'll get my other dog and come back tomorrow and he'll go get him. You could see him, right? But you couldn't get across the water to get to him. And uh, sure as shit, dude, he brings his second lab the next day. We were going to hunt the same place the next day. And the first thing he did was walk over there and send his dog across. Dog never saw the birds fall down over there. Granted, you could see them. But, dude, dog swam right across the thing, went and got one snow goose, frozen solid, sitting there the night before, stiff as a board, swam across the ditch, dropped it, he sent it back the other. We shot a – I can't remember shooting the birds, but I'll remember that dog going to get those. Dog had no clue that, you know, never saw him go down, nothing, but just listened to his master, sent him over the water. He went and got him, brought him back. It was the coolest thing ever, dude. Awesome. There's just – it's so neat
0: know that they can that they can get be programmed like that with those whistles and those casts and hand signals and anything it's just a when i'm around a dog that can't do it i'm just like
2: it's annoying
0: it's not just annoying it's that to each their own but you're not letting that dog live up to its full p- potential right that's why i'm so heavily invested in training
2: of that those dogs deserve it and i'm not a dog trainer you gotta get with a trainer that, that knows what they're doing. That's the part of me that shies away from another hunting dog. That's the other dude, I don't hunt like you do. I don't have you know Have it, you been hunting this year? No. That's what I mean. Is it so Well you've you haven't been bird hunting at all? Chucker? Nothing. The coyotes only. How,
0: oh, and I went deer hunting. I know that you've just gone through a bad month, but how do you live with yourself? Well, here it's not the same, dude. Yeah, it could be. No. Oh. Dude, I know people that crush him at the club. Why don't you go out to the club with what's his name? Rewide, Kent? With Rewipe.
2: I get one invite a year to go out there to the club. That's all he gives you? Yeah. No. Yeah. He has two kids of his own. Has he been killing them out there? Well, he had his son killed a huge bull and then his son killed a huge desert sheep and then he was helping another guy. So he hasn't been out that much either. I haven't talked to him, but I'm, I heard it hasn't been great, but it's been warm. I'm sure he's killed a bunch. Mm. We lost our spot on the river. How? I don't know. Chick said she didn't want to do it this year. She was. She's a hippie kind of a chick that probably didn't like it in the first place. But this year, said she didn't want to do it. So, where do you go from here? Then you're not hunting.
0: I can't believe you don't go hunting. How how do you not jump in with Jim Ray or one of your all? Of, you have so many buddies that hunt,
2: dude. I have been. I mean, I've gone three of the last four weeks. Coyotes. Yeah, but you could be going during the week. What are you doing during the week? No, I've been back working. to how this started. I've been working a lot. Where? catering i've been helping jilly it's the busiest time of season i worked last night a party which they're normally closed i worked sunday we had a party the place rented out the entire restaurant upstairs and down i worked saturday i worked friday day yeah i've been busy
0: have you got anywhere on a uh, future your new future at all or this kind of put a tangle in that
2: yeah i mean I yeah it's it's funny dude it honestly has i just am not well it also i'm going on vacation how uh, do you call it a vacation when you don't work well i'm i'm jilly work so she it's her vacation it's her i'm vacation tagging along you're just tagging, like, where yeah. are you going we're just going to pismo beach for a week but i mean you can't really like you're doing this during hunting season yeah well, it's f- it's it's the only Do I even t- it's know the who only you are? it's the only time they can take off. Do I even know
0: who you are? Who who goes on vacation during hunting season?
2: This is the literally Jillian. I haven't been on vacation in seven years. So this is the only time that she gets, you know, to have a chance at a vacation. So we're going to Pismo Beach. for What
0: is a vacation? What does Pismo have to offer in a vacation this time of year? It's going to be cold. It's not cold. Oh, you ain't going to be laying
2: on the beach. No well i'm just wondering this so we'll, we'll play golf we'll drink we'll eat they got Oh, it's the family's going yeah the whole family's going oh yeah yeah. yeah. jp bar oh, i got you yeah, so yeah. it's not just you and her no, no no if if her and i were just going we would have gone to mexico or something like that but her jp won't fly and i can't really blame him but so yeah we're driving there it'll be fun
0: you want to go for a drive with me tonight where to cisco grove to get my trailer
2: Cisco, where's that?
0: Up on the mountain. I had to leave it there today. Oh, you left it up there? Yeah. I have so much work to get done. I wasn't going to sit there and wait this storm out. Went to buy chains. I forgot to get chains for these new tires. And I went to get them and they didn't have the size for these tires. So, I'm like, dude, I can't wait here. I got dinner with my daughter. I got all this work to get done before that. And so, I rented a little parking spot, but I want to go get it. You want to roll?
2: Can't well. Why? What time are you going to go? I don't care when. You well, I don't go. want to. you go back up there in a storm. You're just asking. Are you are you going to go tomorrow? It's been downgraded to no chains now. I can't go tomorrow. It's my daughter.
0: I can go early. I might have to have somebody go up there. I might have to pay you to go get my trailer for me. You and Tom. Could uh, you take my truck? You think? Look, we're trying to figure out life's problems
2: right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll I pay you. No, it's I don't a job. I don't care about that. I have a. I have a busy ass week though. Do you really? Yeah. You are so full of shit, dude. I do. I. It is a very busy time of year in the restaurant world, and I'm graciously lending my time That's to the I family. Know. This is what I graciously do.
0: Isn't that cool? That's dinner. The part of Chellis came Was up. Was there like, any specs in that yeah. group? All The the entire other side is all specs, starting right there.
2: That's a lot of geese, dude. Yeah. How are the ducks over there?
0: Uh, it's going to start picking up big time now. Dude, it's been mild weather all over the country this year. You've had some he's, good hunts, though, huh? You and Thrill were on them. Yeah, we smoked them in Kansas, smoked them in Oklahoma.
2: I didn't even recognize Randy Young with that big white beard. Yeah, he only grows it during season then he cuts it off right after. He's usually a real clean-cut dude, huh? Yeah, he's a good He's dude. great, too, his head and everything. Last time I saw him, he was a dark-haired guy. Yeah, he shaves his head clean during the
0: off-season and his face. Says he loses 30 years in one shave. So you can't go help me get my truck tomorrow?
2: Yeah. I do. I have something to do tomorrow, but... At Dep- what time? That's what I'm saying. It depends what time you go. But uh,
0: My daughter's having surgery tomorrow on her adenoids and tonsils. So say a prayer tonight. You know, her whole deal is volleyball now, and they start tournaments in January. So it's going to help her breathing and her asthma and her, and her sinuses and everything so much better.
2: Is so, she having her tonsils removed? Yeah, I did, too. I just never had my adenoids done. I wish I would have. And is she old to have that done or this no, is the right age? The right age. Oh, okay. Because they say that's a hard surgery when you get older, but it I don't know what be, that yeah. means. Rocky
0: yeah. freaking went through it on the adenoids and freaking almost bled out. It can be a bad deal. Did come you, on, dude. I got to do that in the morning. Just say you'll handle it. That's all you have to say. Sure, I'll handle it. Well, I already have something to do tomorrow. In the morning?
2: That's what I mean. You want to go at six in the morning? And What time are you thinking about going? I don't know. I'm going to have to watch this storm, but right now it's been downgraded. I think you're asking for trouble. How long do you have that parking spot for? Um, do you have it through tomorrow? No, but
0: I mean, I could pay for another night, but they're hosing me. Where's Cisco Grove? Up there on the after the summit, a couple miles after the Donner Summit. You So you got stopped in between 20 and... Yeah, climbing up to the summit because it's raining all the way up 20. And then I got on 80 and it was raining. And then when you start climbing 80 to get to the summit... Before you'd make your descent down Donner Lake and trucking and all that, it was chains mandatory. Was it snowing hard? No. I could have been no problem. Oh, no so issues, dang. nothing. It's lame. That's why them fucking roads get so beat up, running them chain. And I get it. They're being safe. But it's almost like I was thinking, is this a racket? All these chains being sold right now? I didn't, didn't even think they needed them. For sure, my truck and trailer didn't need them. Right.
2: You know. They say, though, if the big rigs slip their tires, they can give them a ticket, DOT ticket or whatever. So they make them put them on. I I agree. I see those trucks running around on wet pavement just beating them to death with metal chains. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not a, a road expert, but I, it didn't seem like it was very. They're talking about this storm being here all week, dude. It was raining when I came here. I know, but it's raining a warm rainstorm is not ice and snow. Well, but up there, warm rain
0: is ice well, and snow. It's been good. downgraded to just no change
2: right now that could change quick are you going to your parents for dinner yeah why
0: don't you run up there for me right now
2: well if i thought that i could get up there and get it and not get screwed and be stuck like we were in flagstaff arizona i would think about it but you're also flirting with the chances of just going to be up there and be stuck again i know and i got too much stuff to do this week to have that happen not that it would happen but it could happen i gotta get it out of there
0: might ask bubba to run up and get it
2: tomorrow Oh, he loves it out there, dude.
0: Oh, I know it's his home away from home. We're gonna break here for a few commercials. That's ten four. Thank you all very much.
1: Seven one five six six. Give me a call on your primary five oh, five seven four. Keep on moving, moving, moving. Dog's pride in workmanship leads to their constant pursuit of excellence.
2: Like I said, I had a German short hair that pointed and retrieved and did all the things, and that's the best part of hunting, right? I bet you could not pull your trigger on a gun and you'd have just as much fun calling and working your dog as everybody else shoots. These dogs bring a whole new dimension to my hunt game.
1: Jack Daniels, Oakley Sunglasses, Gator Coolers, and Corning Ford want the best for you, your pets, and your adventures together. So stay connected, and if you live in the moment, you won't miss a thing. Chad and Alex will be right back. Stay tuned. Hey
0: everybody. You know, we are a huge fan of Jack Daniels. Not just their product, but their mission, their culture. Lynchburg, Tennessee, the people. And we want to introduce you to the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. Join us at jackdaniels.com and learn about the Single Barrel Program. Visiting Lynchburg, Tennessee. Participating in a barrel tasting, a whiskey tasting, picking your favorite flavor, whether it's the burn in your mouth, whether it's the maple, whether it's the different combination of flavors that you are going to experience in each of the distinct bottles of Jack Daniel's single barrel, you're going to be able to choose the best one, your favorite one, and purchase that entire barrel. It all comes bottled in individual single barrel bottles. You get your own hanging name tag, brand tag, your logo on it. You can give them away as gifts. Go knock on the door of a landowner and say, thank you for letting me hunt your field. There's so many options with the Jack Daniels single barrel program. We're proud to be part of it. We have introduced it to so many of our friends and family across the country, whether it was at a business, whether it was at a duck lodge, whether it was at a conservation event. It is truly an awesome program. Learn more about it at jackdaniels.com, the single barrel program. We've been involved for the last five years. I'm looking at two of my barrels right now. We just got our 2023 barrel in the single barrel rye. Absolutely Mesmerizing. My brother Clint's old fashions with it. Speak for themselves. It's the Jack Daniels single barrel program. Check it out. Learn about it. I hope you decide to visit Lynchburg, Tennessee and get your own barrel. Thank you very much.
1: Looking for a high quality truck accessory that's built to last? Look no further than Lear. With over 50 years of experience in the industry, these guys know what it takes to make your ride look and performance best. Whether you're looking for a fiberglass or aluminum cap, a hard or soft cover, or accessories to customize your truck, Lear's got you covered. Their products are made with only the best materials, and their innovative features provide added convenience and security for truck owners. Head over to Lear.com to explore their range of products and take your driving experience to the next level.
0: I think lighting is everything. I don't like being in the dark. I don't even like secrets being told that's kind of keeping you in the dark isn't it i don't like setting up decoys in the dark i don't like looking for anything in the dark turn your headlights and drive down the street obviously it's impossible lighting is everything a well-lit room a well-lit hunt they make your decoys look better when that sun's shining on them mallards perform different and we perform better and differently when we have our rigid light bars all of the rigid lights on our trailer when we can see what we are doing setting up our blinds concealing our blinds setting up our spread exact distance from a fence or a tree line that we want to be when you can brighten up the night brighten up those early mornings i'm telling you it makes your hunting success go way up the odds are in your favor when you put rigid on your trucks in your bumpers in your light bars check them out at rigidindustries.com. i can't say enough about their led technology it is the best it's often imitated but never duplicated i know you've heard that before but there is nothing like rigid lights r-i-g-i-d you'll find them on all of our corning ford fords all of our rigs all of our trailers on the noses on the the sides on the back door when we turn on our lights on our trucks and trailers we ignite the field and we ignite the hunt and that's exactly what rigid industry does it ignites our passion for the outdoors the official led light bar and lights of the foul life podcast and benelli's the foul life tv see them in action right now exclusively on the outdoor channel brand new episode, season 15 of benelli's the foul life thank you so much rigid and thank you all for supporting the brands and partners that support us
1: don't cry because it's over Smile because it happened. I was basically with him 24 hours a day. He was just a cool dog. He
2: didn't, he just was chill, dude. Like he could never be replaced.
1: It's time for the conclusion of this special two-part breaking it down with chief counselor, Chad Belding. So there will be plenty of entertainment. I wanted to be him when I grew up. Jack Daniels proudly supports This Life Ain't For Everybody and The Road To Alex's Healing. Let's get back to the boys.
0: Don't, you laughed at it when you saw me walk in wearing it. It, this is an authentic 1980s Levi jean jacket, and then I did all
2: this cut and sew and patches on it. I'll tell you that I think it's really well done. It's definitely an 80s style of fashion, kind of a punk rock thing. Maybe it's and punk
0: rock. <laughs> this is heavy metal, bro. Punk rock is wore
2: leather. Leather, which... but similar. I'll tell you that if the one on your. Uh, right side there that foul life one that almost looks like a it almost looks like a biker patch that looks really cool dude
0: how she cut it up
2: but i mean if that was a t-shirt laid out that same way that well,
0: would... it was a t-shirt laid out like that you saw that t-shirt i had it, i sold them for years in red and black
2: i remember seeing the ducks i just don't remember seeing it laid out like that it looks or really good NFL
0: rose all the way down the sleeve that's a cut and sew from a old concert vintage concert t-shirt
2: I think it's cool, man. I like the the knuckles on the back. 1980 was the year I was born. That I could have that same tattoo. That's Cody James. What's American Thread?
0: That's Tim Montana's event in Nashville for the military.
2: Jack Daniels on the back's nice. It is nice, and she did a really good job with it. Did she lay it out, or did you lay it out, or did you just give her everything? You did.
0: I picked the shirts that I picked the shirts and the patches and the logos and the branding that I wanted to be included. And then we narrowed it down on how to do it.
2: Where do you see yourself wearing that besides here?
0: What's here mean?
2: Like in the you know in the studio? I mean, you wear that to dinner? You wear that? That's going to be like an everyday jacket, or is that no, like a, an everyday jacket? Uh, that's is, a collector piece. This, that's what I'm saying. This is events at Nashville? This is concerts. Yeah, it's a but. But you're not. Yeah, you don't want to wear that thing out. Oh, you can wear it out. No, no like, I mean it have to be the right thing. What do you mean? out You don't to want dinner? it to get damaged. I'm saying you don't. Like, dude, I'm going to wear. You know, I'm wear a coat for a couple years and it's and then i'm getting rid of it because it's getting torn and faded and stained on and all that stuff you don't want that to happen that's like a piece of art no it is i mean it's
0: not like it's painted but it can get wet it's just t-shirt material and patches but
2: no it's not waterproof yeah it's not like a it's not it's a special occasion type of deal you're gonna wear that three four times a year yeah maybe yeah no that's cool go to a whiskey myers concert i'd wear it so you would wear it to the concert that you were going to see, because that's a faux pas in some circles. You know, you never wear the shirt yeah, of the band you're going it. to see. I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean you never wear the shirt of the band you're going to see? That's not at the, the concert. Pas, no. Yes, yes, it is. Dude, tons of people do. You ne- But you don't want to. Those are the guys that don't know why they're there. You know, you want to go to a Whiskey Myers shirt or concert and you want to be wearing like a a Cody Jinx shirt, you know, or, or vice versa.
0: That has nowhere been ever said in
2: rock. And oh roll my god! The country, all the time, because then it, people f- feel like the you're front you're row, a front runner, dude. No, the whole front row people buy the shirt that night and put it on. Definitely don't do that. Why? You just don't. You want to act like you've been there before. If you were to Google that, you would see that it's a it is a definitely it's discussed that you don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. Is
0: it wrong to wear a band T-shirt to their concert? Ask a music critic, is it wrong to wear a band shirt to their concert? Here's Megadeth and Metallica fans wearing Metallica shirts. I'm really excited about the return of the music, but there's one thing about concert culture I don't really understand. I could have written this. Why is there a stigma against wearing a band T-shirt at a concert performed by that band? How did this taboo start? And do you agree with it?
2: See what I'm saying? It's definitely spoken about. It's kind of like you're the cool guy that, you you know no that's, they're saying it's taboo dude that's not something that is like would make you look like an idiot do you know who I met the other day not to change subjects but just because it hit my hit me give me a hint I don't know how I'd be able to give you a hint oh, without come on, dude, well twenty five thousand dollar pyramid Dick Clark no I don't I don't I don't even know if you're gonna know who he is even when I tell you're gonna know when I tell you but I did not recognize him when I saw him well I'm just gonna tell you. Bud God, Do you know who Bud guys, is? No. Drummer for Sublime. Really? Lives in Reno. Lives out here somewhere. Really? Yeah. Is he still with the band? So check this out. That new guy because they played here not too long Sublime ago. Sublime with Rome, right? Well yeah. he so he does not play with them anymore. So I met Oh, I him. heard I remember Ben Ratliff just told me their drummer quit. Now their bass is quit. So this is what's crazy, dude. You'll enjoy this. So I meet him and I'm like, Hey, you know, do you still play music? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, actually, he said, I flew to LA or Long Beach or whatever and he said uh, Bradley Knoll the deceased lead singer said his son or said his widow reached out to me and uh, is Eric Wilson is the basis for Sublime so he and Eric were playing and he said the widow reached out to him and said hey Bradley's son is into music can he come play with you guys he said he came down we started playing Sublime songs and he goes dude we're actually going to play a show this. I met him like three or four weeks ago. He said, we're actually going to play a show, a benefit show for whatever this thing. I see it on social media that they did it. He's good. And now the bassist quit sublime with Rome because I think they're going to bring sublime back together. But with Bradley, Noel's son playing and singing the guitar and frontman. you don't think Rome could keep that band name. I don't think it was ever his to be, to have, well, I think it was, was it, well, the bassist and Bud Gaw were still the founding members. Oh, shit. Wonder why they left. I think they didn't like that Rome, dude, is probably it. Personally, or is it the way he sang? Probably personally. I don't know. I got that vibe from the guy. I used to love Sublime. Dude, so he I don't lives not practice
0: Santeria. Yeah. I don't got no crystal ball.
2: I think he lives by. Less to be honest with you, he's building a a big shop out there. He's a drummer. Drummer. Did he's got d- his number? No. Why wouldn't you? I need drum lessons. I don't. Know. Well, you're. I wish you would have met him. You would have got his number. He shoots guns. You'll run into him out here somewhere, dude. I need to. I can get a hold of him right now. You should out here. Say hey, dude. I'm. I live like ten miles away. From, he's into shooting guns and he builds like big four wheel drive jeeps and shit. But yeah, next time you're bored, Google uh Google uh Sublime with. Bradley Knoll's son, dude, and you'll see all three of them playing, and he's good, dude. His son's good.
0: Bradley Knoll was a stud. 40 Ounces to Freedom is what we named Jen's podcast after, you know? 40 Years to Freedom.
2: Similar to 40 Ounces of Freedom?
0: Yeah, I remember that. That's what I named oh, yeah. it after, was that album.
2: That is a great logo that you guys came up with, too. Were
0: they from Long Beach?
2: Yeah. Remember, they had the Long Beach Dub All-Stars when he first died. That Ew. was, And then they came back with Sublime with Rome. Was he a
0: heroin addict? Yeah. Died. Is that how he heroin died of an overdose? overdose?
2: Yeah. Damn. Young, too, man. Was he in the 27 Club? I don't know if he was or not. How old was Bradley Knoll when he passed away? 28. Close. Who's in that thing? Uh, Amy Winehouse is in it, right? Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Joplin. Oh, my God.
0: Who is in the 27 Club? Kirk Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janis
2: Joplin, Brian Jones, Pamela Curson and Moskree. Wow. If you Google Bradley Knoll, you'll see his son playing that concert with those guys. Did he sound good? Really good. Plays with no shirt on, just like his dad. Really? Yeah. What concerts have you seen in the last 40 days? Or have you?
0: God, I've been on the road, dude. I don't even think. I saw some live music in Nashville. Just on the street? Um, a couple clubs. I was there for two nights, dude. I've been going hard. How was Will Clark in camp? Um, amazing. Did you see the video of me playing baseball with him? Yeah, I was hitting jacks.
2: Well, he's not a pitcher though; he's a batter.
0: Well, I was hitting him off of Hunter Mclemore too. Did jacks? He, did he take any swings? Some hacks too, but he wasn't going to throw his back out.
2: Is he a good shot? I mean, yeah, I saw him at he was, the. He's a good hunter. police and stuff. He had a blast. Did he? Did you see the video I put of
0: him hosting the show? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I got a podcast coming
2: out with him. Too what yet. lodge were you guys at where they put your name tags on the, is that a common thing? Premier Prairie, Randy's. He does it on the door. You saw the door one? Yeah, yeah. And then I had Will sign that and one that's your. Me.
0: that's where you sleep? Yeah, that's that was the door room. one? And then the long straight one's above your locker. Is that, he owns that place? Randy does, yeah. Dude, he's kicking ass with it. Like, it's a really, really good operation. And that's they have plenty job. of action? Oh, yeah, they're booked out all year. I'm talking bird action. Oh, yeah awesome mallard hunting canada goose some specs he does a good job
2: that type of thing when you're there are there are other people there as well or you have the whole place
0: no we have the whole place to ourselves the whole week i was there eight days will was there the second through the sixth.
2: we had a blast together who have you hunted with this season or do you not want to let it out of the bag besides will um who was there in general in the last 40 days of you
0: walker bueller was coming there but had to cancel because his wife's grandma passed which sucked who was the pitcher you just named? Uh Walker Bueller. No, no, no. Oh, Hunter Mclemore. He played college ball. He's a, he works with us at Bandit. I hung with Chase Rice in, in Oklahoma. Will. Kendo's coming to hunt with me. Uh, and maybe Randy Couture in early January in California back. I'm going back there. Um Jack Daniels. I I haven't had any very many. Have you had issues. the guy from Whiskey Myers? No, he's Kind of took a year off of traveling to hunt. He's hunting his own property and he's writing a new album.
2: Oh, so he because my follow up question was going to be, is he does he like to hunt or does he hunt with you? Because you invite him. No, he loves to to. hunt. And what about Will? Would he he be duck hunting? He
0: hunts every day. He does. He hunts deer and turkey and, and alligators and all of it. But he loves to waterfowl hunt.
2: So where he's at, he I know he went teal hunting, but then do they get. So I guess they get that later push of ducks when they get way down south, right? Would he be would he I'm saying would he have ducks in Louisiana right now? Well yeah, I mean they kill
0: teal in September. The teal get down there early and then they got a big duck season that's that can be awesome depending on what part of the whether you're down south or in in the Monroe area of Louisiana. But he travels. But he's got he stays a lot on he's got the Deuce Deuce, his ranch, and he spends a lot of time there. But he'll go up to Mississippi and duck hunt. He's got a ranch called the Deuce Deuce. Yeah, he sent me a bottle of his custom Jack Daniels with the logo on it. That's a great when I went to Arkansas uh after thanksgiving i had i went to our call shop at jargon and i had him i had a uh, my partner chris make him an orange and black call with the will clark logo the deuce deuce logo on it, 22 that's sick dude he loved it freaking loved it he had a blast dude we had a freaking blast he's just a different cat he's just so normal and that's what's weird, right, is he's so normal. You don't feel like you're bothering him. Like, he's in camp, and he expects people to be excited to meet Will Clark, and they have baseballs, and, and he loves it. He's like, dude, this is – who wouldn't love that? I understand it can become tedious, and you're not going to go knock on a guy's door at 3 a.m. to sign an autograph when he's sleeping. Right. But Will's coming back. We have a cocktail, and he's like, hey, we signed oh, – hell, yeah, bring him out. He's signed
2: them all. Yeah, he don't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. What'd you do with that name tag that he signed for Are you? you going to put it in the box? Shadow box. Yeah. Did you take his? Yeah. Randy took one and I took one. Hindsight 2020, should you have signed yours and given it to him and him sign his and given it to you? Why would he want my autograph? Why not? He
0: does respect what we do. He loves how we hunt, but no, he don't give a shit about me. He'd rather me sign him a check.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think that it... Did he sign the Will Clark one, too? Yeah, he signed a both oh, of Oh, gotcha. Okay. He signed a ton of baseball. He
0: well, signed, didn't Randy play baseball, college yeah, ball and stuff? got drafted by the Astros. He's a two-time All-American at Wichita State.
2: So, was he excited to have Will there? Oh, gosh. Was he fanboying him? Dude,
0: yeah. Landowners were coming over to say hi. That were, that's a big baseball area. A lot of yeah, yeah. A
2: lot of people live there. They were loving it. George Brett come out with you at all? Look Is his he? flock from yesterday. Wow. Yeah, was was that family. as good as when we went last year? no but it was
0: good who were you hunting with there president of Safari Club International the president of the Safari Club International Foundation um, two of their kids good kids Rock, Riley, Bailey uh, Anna V, Axel good pick huh
2: yeah really good
0: Tom took that Tom was down where's Tom at now
2: he's probably skiing
0: he worked all weekend with me this has kind of been a somber podcast you feeling better now
2: I feel emotionally drained. Yeah, me too. You took it out of me. That's my fault.
0: All that Jack Daniels over there.
2: I'm afraid to drink. You are? Yeah. Why? I'm just an emotional wreck. So what does drinking have to do with that? It makes it 10 times worse, dude. 10 times worse. 100 really? times worse. Did it make it worse at the Christmas party? 100%. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was a time that I was flying high and feeling good, and then and then it all came crashing down on me when I was all drunk, you know? Do you ever get that way when you're drunk? You get a little bit emotional?
0: Um. Not really. And I'm glad I don't. Yeah. I usually don't either.
2: But this got me. It got me. Yeah.
0: I'm really glad I don't. Was it a good conversation, though? Does it do you good? You said it's kind of like therapy. You're glad you talked about it. Or now you're thinking about it too much.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I actually tried to. I was thinking about getting this French bulldog down in Southern California. And I was going to. So I was going to drive to Pismo and then take a detour the last or, you know, not a detour kind of a detour and go to southern california and pick one up and then drive back but i found a bunch and now i found a bunch in northern california i actually found a guy in um why can't i think of the name right by chico um orville Orville. the one that i found that i liked it just sold like i just found the guy a couple days ago and he had a dog that i liked but it just sold so i can find one closer to town than southern california and what are you going to get a french bulldog you're already doing i thought we were waiting well i've just if it happens it happens but i am looking you're already looking when are you gonna have pup uh, puppies with your dog you want me to get you some well when are you, when gonna, you gonna have going, them? going i know those are high dollar dogs i'd give you one i know you would but i wouldn't ask for one
0: you'd have to get him in training though you'd want to hunt with that dog i know it's, i think it would be well worth your time what'd you do last night just t- just chilled at the shop with rob roberts and had dinner and a couple drinks and just talked hunting let me see how many days i was gone 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 24 25 26 27 28 29 30 31 32 33 34 35 36 37 38
2: 39 40 41 today Forty one days. Straight. 41. You haven't slept in your own bed in forty one days. Forty one. You sleep pretty good when you travel like that. Yeah. How I many do. how many hotels did you stay in? Frick. Dallas,
0: three nights. Lexington, one night. Airbnb, Wisconsin the whole time. Then we left Wisconsin and we went back. I'll finish that trip now. Left Wisconsin after filming up there. We did the cheese curds. We did the fish fry. We did did you bowling. shoot ducks
2: in Wisconsin I or geese? Or both? both? Both. Both.
0: And then we did uh we went and did the Harley Davidson. I got to meet Bill Davidson and, and walk with him and talk, interview him at his factory. And in Wisconsin? Yeah. The home of Harley Davidson's in Milwaukee. Yeah. It was so cool. Saw all the old bikes. You need to go check that out, dude. Dude, I would love that. I saw it all. Like VIP status? Yeah. Walking with Bill Davidson. Did he let it's you ride on the back memory. of his motorcycle or anything? He says,
2: anything you need from Harley, I got you. No, I'm kidding. Tell him we need a 2022 CVO. I don't like the new ones. They'll get back to it, though. Look at that. That's really cool. Let me see. How big's that place? It's freaking impressive. Little bikes. Dude, that that one's so sick. They have
0: every bike that you could ever imagine. Here I am with Bill. How did you get this set up?
2: Yeah, that's really sick.
0: Joel made it all happen. We did Harley Davidson. We did a radio show. Did you do an old Milwaukee? No, did several podcasts. Went to the Madison and went to uh, Wando's Bar, which is a staple there for all the um, student body of University of Wisconsin, all the locals. Did Wando's Bar with Jay Wando, the owner, then went and did the ESPN. He got us into the ESPN tailgate party, then went and watched the Badgers play Nebraska Cornhuskers on the 50-yard line. Got to film the whole thing. Really, Um, Fish fried cheese curds. I I know I'm missing other stuff, but just the coolest trip getting to uh, know Wisconsin like that. And it was just packed and then we left there drove back to louisville stayed at louisville we went to when we got to lexington i went to jeff ruby's steakhouse love jeff ruby's they started in kentucky or indiana but um maybe ohio but they got one in lexington on our way up we ate there then coming down we went to louisville and ate at the jeff ruby's there had another steak stayed there one night next day drove to georgia through carolina tennessee indiana illinois all that area whatever whatever we hit in all those states when you leave wisconsin you drive through illinois indiana then down into kentucky then carolina then tennessee then into georgia had thanksgiving with anna's parents got there on wednesday next more next day spent all of thanksgiving with them woke up on friday drove all the way to arkansas went to max then filmed on saturday sunday then it closed went to jargon on monday built all the duck calls and filmed a bunch of content left there on monday went to rob roberts that night had dinner with rob woke up tuesday went to rob roberts shop did all the duck or all the choke tubes and manufacturing and machining and he gave tater a birthday present we got tater a birthday present at jargon too because her birthday was that week and then after rob's we drove over to memphis and got went to the peabody my buddy hooked us up with a suite at the peabody and tater got to be the duck the duck master, she got to go behind the velvet rope and walk walk the mallards from the fountain to the elevator. You know, that's the hotel where they have the live ducks. No. It's all from a duck hunting story. Then they t- she took them up with her mom and all the way up to the top to and put them to bed up on the top floor of the Peabody. Where do they sleep? In a coop up on or the whatever. Top floor, yeah. And then um, they come down twice a day. And then no, they you can see them walk, come off the elevator in the morning. And then they stay in the fountain all day, and then they go up at 530 at night. So she did that. Then we went to the Rendezvous Steakhouse, had ribs, had a VIP table for Tater. My my buddy Mike Aaron with Athens Distributing, the biggest Jack Daniels distributor in the country, hooked us up with all that in Memphis. Left Memphis, went to Nashville for two nights for meetings with Barrett, getting NWTF figured out, the provider and his new restaurants, and had a good time in Nashville for Tater's birthday then they left went back to georgia i left drove to kansas got there late that night on the first and then the next day woke up went scouting in the morning on the second then went to the airport picked up will filmed in kansas till the 8th left there drove two hours south to falco hunted oklahoma the ninth and 10th left there on the 10th drove to oklahoma city stayed by myself that night then on the 11th anna flew in We left, went to dinner at Oklahoma City at the Cattleman's Cafe Steakhouse that night. Woke up the next morning, drove to Albuquerque. Went to another steakhouse that night. I was in a beef mood, dude. Hmm. Ate dinner in Albuquerque. Woke up the next morning. Drove I-40 all the way from Albuquerque to Bakersfield. Ate at the Hungry Hunter Steakhouse that night in Bakersfield, California. Then got up and drove to Rockies on the 15th. No, the 14th. Got there a day early. And then went to dinner that night at Big Tuna with Brad and and Corey and Diane and a bunch of people that night. Brian Beatty and them had awesome sushi and then hunted the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. You kill them every day there? Yeah. And then came home. Well, ducks the first two days and then geese the last day. And then came home today, got stuck on the pass. That was the trip. All that driving, flying, steakhouses. Oh, damn. It was fun. It was a lot of work. It was fun. A lot of logistics. But it's you know having that trailer having the rigs and the trailer and everything you
2: got to have your gear how did you just have to how did the trailer setup go it's all that awesome. stuff it just works stayed like in place and all that stuff it just works like a gym that's good that's a good 45 days 42 days whatever you said 41 days how's the hunting been overall Would you say this season is a good season, down season? It's an average season. Average. New York was average. Wisconsin was below average. Kansas was above
0: average. Oklahoma was above average. That means good. Yeah. New York, Wisconsin, Kansas. um, Oh, Canada was unreal. Saskatchewan and Alberta were awesome. Had a blast there. Now I go to... California with Hendo and Couture some guys from Federal are coming in from Minnesota Jason and Brian hunt with those guys I was with the main guy the president of Federal and the president of Benelli in Oklahoma so then I'll do that. Then on the 5th of January, I take off and go to Torrington, Wyoming, Wild, Braska for four days, then leave there, then go to Nebraska to meet Larry and Ryan there and film there for four days. Then we leave there and I drive all the way back to Nevada to meet the president of Federal again to hunt canvas with Dave out at the club for two days. And then SHOT Show, I'm thinking about going to SHOT Show for a couple of days, and then I'm going to hopefully go back to Arkansas to end the season on our new property because it'll have water. And then after that is this SCI conventions, January 29th through February 4th. In Vegas? No, in Nashville again. Last year was the Uh first year in Nashville. And then NWTF is the 14th. So you should be going to shows like that and hanging out and having fun, getting this other shit off your mind.
2: It's a lot of work. Yeah, I'd I'd put you to work. I, uh. If you would work. I gathered friggin' you're going to do canvas backs, huh? Yeah, we're going to, he wants to kill a canvas back. That's because Brian
0: wants to get those? No, Jason Vanderbrink, the president of Uh. federal. I hunted with him in Falco in Oklahoma also. That was a great experience. But, yeah, it's been one for the ages, dude. Another long season. You're, all, you're almost halfway done. Mix a little winter jack with some jack. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Hug your family. Hug your friends. Hug your dogs. All dogs go to heaven, Crosby. All right, Crosby, you Okay. Do you want to go have a shot? I'm good. You can't drink. Yeah. you too emotional. Too emotional. All right, you guys say prayers for Pecan. Say prayers for Crosby and his family going through tough times, losing one of his best pals, little French bulldog named Pecan. I wish I'd have got to know Pecan better. Maybe we'll go to Louis this week and get to know Pecan yeah. together. We can go have one. But if you're too emotional over it, if it.
2: I can have a few, you know. You can have six. I can have six. <laughs> i'll just cry a little bit
0: crying's good it's healthy thank you for the downloads and subscriptions thank you for listening to our sister podcast the foul life jen's 40 years of freedom and a visa, american wing shooting the foul life podcast Did I mention, uh and then we have where the pavement ends with alex and clinton clay my brothers tell your friends about this life ain't for everybody and breaking it down we got more coming at you ya. appreciate y'all
1: We would like to apologize now for any drunk dialing Alex may do later.
2: I mean, there was a time that I was flying high and feeling good, and then it all came crashing down on me when I was all drunk. You know, do you ever get that way when you're drunk? You get a little bit emotional. Um, not really, and I'm glad I don't. I Actually, usually I don't interfere, but this got me. I'm really glad I don't.
1: Jack Daniels and Flascap wish you all a wonderfully prosperous 2024. That's filled with love, laughter, and a ton of fun, drunk dialing. Chad and Alex will regroup and return after the break. Let's pour another round
0: we've had the provider mentality for a long time growing up and watching dad and mom cook wild game whether it was an Italian lasagna or a spaghetti I watched in awe and I couldn't wait to be old enough to do it then we got to travel and meet all of these different chefs at all these different lodges in Argentina and Uruguay or Paraguay or Arkansas or Missouri or Chef Mark Lindsay who you hear on the podcast This Life Ain't For Everybody a lot up in Minnesota at Trapper's Landing part of the Reeds family of brands and I started to learn so many different unorthodox out of the box ways of preparing Mr. Billy Bogey's smothered deer steak at Prairie Wings Duck Club in Arkansas or the duck empanadas at Duck Guides of Argentina. And they all became part of the Provider Cookbook. The Provider Mentality. At TheProviderLife.com, our rubs, our original 10 in the Ultimate Pack, including the swine and the flaky, the spawn, the drop time, the fowl, the crosshairs, the Brit, the dragon, the Sonora. Then we introduced the Brand Beef Rub and the Mother clucking Chicken Rub. And you can find recipes at TheProviderLife.com. Check out the Provider TV on the My Outdoor TV app, MoTV, part of the Outdoor Sportsman's Group and the Outdoor Channel family of brands. We got more coming. We got so much more coming. Good luck out in the field. Good luck out on the rivers. I hope you get those wild turkey nuggets in that pickle juice right away and get ready to throw down with some different rubs on them. The Provider Lifestyle. We're so honored to live it. Thank you, Lord, for letting us be outdoorsmen, hunter, gatherers, conservationists, and providers. Again, theproviderlife.com. Thank you for visiting. Vision. I just had a lens lens. Retraction surgery last year. It's pretty much like cataracts that you're going to get in your 60s, 70s. Everybody's going to get it. Once you get it, your vision is there. It's never changing. Artificial lenses. I had it at 40s. And I'm telling you, with what I do with duck hunting and scouting and watching my daughter grow up, I'm just so thankful that I'm back to 2015 in my right eye and 2020 in my left eye, thanks to Dr. Matt Mills, who you've all heard on our podcast. But I want to protect my eyes. And that's exactly where one of our badass partners comes in. Oh, Oakley. Oakley eyewear. The Oakley culture. The Oakley lifestyle. Protect your vision when you're shooting, when you're fishing. Nothing worse than getting a hook in the eye with somebody casting on the same boat. You just can't take it for granted. The damage the sun can cause, the rays, the UV. Just keeping the dust and the dirt out of your eyes. Just everything during a hunt. Pit blind, boat blind. It doesn't matter. Sun up. They make different lenses for different skies. They're sold all over the world and they support the military and the blue line and conservation and hunting and fishing in the outdoors and living off the land and we never hunt without our oakley's everybody's like why you always got your sunglasses on shouldn't be wearing sunglasses you probably shouldn't in turkey hunting i don't wear them in turkey hunting because of the vision of a turkey and the reflection but when i'm shooting trap range or the sporting clays or the skeet or the five stand or i'm in a duck hunt or a goose hunt i have my oakley's with me at all time i put them in my banded backpack i have them in an oakley hard case i keep them protected the prism lenses Everything that goes in to the technology behind the Oakley brand and the frames, the function of them, all of the different lenses that you can get, like I mentioned, and the way they protect our eyes. The prism lens technology is second to none. You got to get a pair of Oakleys. I know there's a lot of choices out there when you want to protect your eyes, but remember, please support the brands that support this lifestyle. Oakley, the official eyewear of the Foul Life TV, the Foul Life podcast, and everything we do here at The Provider and where the pavement ends. Thank you so much for support. Being Being in the backyard at camp being with friends and family one thing that the pandemic did is it got us back in our backyards it got us staying home more and man we just started doing so many cookouts so much grilling and we've been partnered with traeger grills for the last decade and i don't know if you can be more innovative than what this brand has done from the new timberline xl and the new flat rock the ironwood 885 all of their pellets their rubs their sauces their glazes their smash burger kit you name it traeger grills is awesome and we use them a ton i'm sure you've seen it on the foul life you've seen it in our social media get creative be innovative think outside of the box wild game domestic vegetables desserts pizzas you can do it all on a traeger grill and like i mentioned that timberline xl with that conduction plate i'm talking high heat reverse sear steaks anything you want to put on there gets it done in a hurry after you put a little smoke on them on the grill transfers right over so easy everything is simplified you can download the traeger grills app you can find recipes you can work with pros like matt pitman at meat church and chad ward at whiskey bent barbecue and so many others from across the country to master these recipes it's simple and that's what traeger is all about they did not want your backyard experience to be complex so when you're thinking of fun and good food and flavor recipes thinking outside the box think no further than traeger grills i can't wait to get back in my traeger grill just cook up something delicious thank you all very much
1: Thanks for listening to the entirety of this incredible two-part Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down Edition with Chad Belding and Alex Crosby.
0: Just had a blast. Yeah, that's true.
1: Listen to new and archive broadcasts of Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down Edition on SoundCloud, iHeart, Spotify, and thislifeain'tforeverybody.com. Godspeed, Pecan. You were loved your entire life and will be for the rest of hours. Thanks for listening.